Rational Psychology by Christian von Wolff, 1679-1754, translated from the Latin by Edward Kennard Rand. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Essence and Nature of the Soul The soul is a simple substance, for the soul is not body, nor can attribute communicated to the body. And further, neither is it a composite entity, nor does it inhere in a composite entity. Wherefore, since every entity is either composite or simple, the soul must be a simple entity. Now, since acts of thought continually change and succeed one another in turn, they are to be classed with modes. The soul, therefore, to which these modes apply is subject to modification. And since it is obvious that the soul lasts for some time in conjunction with the body, parenthesis, for whether it can exist apart from the body or not need not be established here. End parenthesis, it is perdurable. Certainly a perdurable and modifiable object is a substance. Therefore, the soul is a substance. But the soul is a simple entity by the foregoing proof. Therefore, it is a simple substance. The soul is endowed with a certain power. The soul is a substance, and since perceptions succeed one another in the same, and desires spring from perceptions, and perceptions again from desires, it is generally admitted in empirical psychology its condition changes. It therefore is endowed with a certain power. A power and a faculty of the soul are different from one another, for power consists in the continual endeavor to act. Faculties are merely potencies of action on the part of the soul, and thus have possibilities of action. Therefore, a power of the soul and a faculty differ from one another. The soul continually tends to change its conditions, for it is endowed with a certain power. Wherefore, since a power continually tends to change the condition of the subject in which it is, the soul too, through the mediation of its own power, is bound to tend continually to change its condition. The power of the soul is absolutely simple, for the soul is simple and thus lacks parts. Let us now suppose that the soul has more than one power distinct from one another, since every one of them consists in the continued endeavor to act. Each one requires a particular subject in which it is, and so we must conceive of several actual entities distinct from one another, which when taken together with the soul will be parts of the same. But this is altogether absurd by the proof above given. The soul represents to itself this universe in accordance with the location of its organic body in the universe, conformably to the mutations which affect the organs of sensation. For this law of sensation is constant and inviolable. If a certain mutation is produced in some organ of sensation by some sensible object, 
there exists in the soul a sensation which may be explained to it in an intelligible way or which recognizes in it a sufficient reason why it should be and why it should be such as it is now sensations are perceptions of external objects which produce a change in the organs of sensation and hence while the soul feels it represents those objects to itself and since our body is constantly in this visible world bodies also which compose the same act constantly upon our body in accordance with its location in the world or the universe it is clear therefore that the soul represents to itself this universe or this visible world in accordance with the location of our organic body in the universe and conformably to the mutations which the bodies of which it is composed produce in the same when we sleep we perceive nothing clearly and distinctly however since the soul is still in a condition of perception although all its conceptions are confused or obscure there is nothing to prevent it from still perceiving obscurely its own body and the things which impress it and hence from continuing this representation of the world so that therein it may be said without reservation that it represents to itself this universe the essence of the soul consists in its power of representing viz representiva the universe which power is materially limited by its location in an organic body in the universe and formally limited by the constitution of the sensory organs for this power is the first principle which is conceived with regard to the soul and on which depend the other attributes which are inherent in it therefore the essence of the soul consists in the same the nature of the soul consists in the same representing power viz representiva for by this power of the soul everything is activated that is possible through the faculties of the soul wherefore since we understand by the nature of the soul that principle of mutations in the soul which is intrinsic in the same just as by the nature of the universe we understand that principle of mutations in the world which is intrinsic in the same and since this principle of mutation is power and since the power with which the soul is endowed is only the power of representing viz representiva the universe that power of representing viz representiva the universe is likewise the nature of the soul end of rational psychology by christian von wolff sixteen seventy nine to seventeen fifty four translated from the latin by edward kennard rand